Happy Monday and welcome back to the Building Together podcast. This is part two of a small series that I've created, especially for those of you who are in a season in your relationship where it's become long distance, Um, whether that's because your careers have now, you know, um, involved a lot of travel or even if you guys are both at home every night but there's just an extensive amount of hours in between where you don't see each other um so if you fit any of those these episodes the last one and this one are especially created for you and i'm going over some tips on how to make that distance not lead to disconnection because it doesn't have to be right even if there is physical distance, there's still plenty of opportunity to connect in new ways and in deep and meaningful ways. Um, There is a quote from, I uh, had referred to this book, the last episode. No, I don't have it in front of me. Oh, there it is. It's called Making Your Marriage a Fortress. And um, in it, it said something that really resonated. It said, if we do not intentionally try to stay connected we will train ourselves to live without our partners. And that's what, that's what we want to do is we want to be intentional, be even more intentional during these you know, seasons of being apart. Because if we're not, we'll fall into the lull of just being busy and catching each other whenever we can and communication being mediocre to none And that can really take a toll on a relationship. So here are three tips that I have for today to help with that. The first one is focusing on and acknowledging the growth and the effort during this time. I think that that can be huge, right? Like appreciation, setting the tone of appreciation in general helps build the foundation of a relationship. When we are apart, it's even more important because you both are doing the extra work of trying to connect and acknowledging that, letting your partner know that you appreciate that, that you see it, that you're acknowledging it, helps to reinforce that and to let them know like A, they're doing a good job at something, B, you're feeling it, and C, I think that it helps to just strengthen that connection. It also lets them know that that's how you think about them, right? Like we, it feels good to know that our partner is thinking about us, but you know, how are they thinking about us? How are you thinking about your partner? That's something to, to really think about. What is your assumption about your partner when you don't have them in front of you, when you can't see what they are doing? Do you still have that, you know, heart of appreciation for them? Do you still find yourself, um, you know, feeling grateful for everything that they're doing? Or is it only when you're seeing it done in front of you? So something to think about, what do you assume about your partner when they're not around? That speaks volumes. Um, Let's go to point number two. This is a kind of heavy, not a heavy one, but like a uncomfortable one for a lot of people. Um, It's talking about temptation, talking about because there is a physical distance, um, and maybe the the um, length of time varies, but let's say it's for you know a few months or something, is being honest with each other and asking the like the elephant in the room question is of like what 
do we do about like the temptation, the being apart physically, emotionally for that long? How are we going to keep connection? What are we going to do? What are the boundaries? What are um, the things that we're going to put in place so that we don't make our relationship become vulnerable during this time of distance and recognizing that instead of closing our eyes to, oh, this could be a threat is instead calling it out and saying, yes, this can make our relationship more vulnerable to temptation when we are not sleeping in the same bed together for a long period of time. And so what does that look like? What does it look like to not just like talk about it, but to kind of strategize? And I think this looks different for every couple, like the actual, you know, areas of vulnerability and temptation and when we're tempted and um, that sort of thing. But overall, every, I think every couple should have the conversation. Just talking about it can bring not only like this connection, but it just, you see each other. It builds safety, emotional safety in the relationship if it's well-received, right? If we can be honest with each other and not be shut down, not be criticized, not be triggered by each other's responses. And if you can do that, then this is really then a layer, a conversation that is a layer of protection for your relationship. Because when we bring it to light of like, okay, this puts this could be an area of vulnerability, This is where, you know, I have, I notice I become maybe the most tempted, or this is where I feel the most disconnected from you. Then you can work on strengthening your focus of connecting in those areas. Another thing to think about when talking about just temptation and um, protecting your relationship is bringing other people in to help you protect it. So, Having somebody who is like an accountability person who you know that you can be completely honest with, who respects your relationship, who will call you out if you are um, dishonoring or um, disrespecting the relationship or just in the wrong in general. Like, you know, this person will call you out on it and hold you to the values that you have. That's the kind of person, if you have one in your life, you're blessed that you want to have as an, an accountability partner and being the, the partner that you want to be in your relationship. Okay, moving on to point number three. This one is going to sound like I'm contradicting myself because I know in the previous episode, I'm like, you know, try and stay away from like texting on serious notes um, about things or trying to have like serious conversations over text. Um, but let's say, because this does happen, right, where there is... A conflict that comes up and maybe both of you are busy so it's not like you can resolve it right away it's not like you can talk about it um, but you have things that maybe you want to share or you would like to reconnect and that just some sometimes can be a little bit more difficult obviously when there's physical dif- distance um, it can be a little bit harder to bid your partner when they're, you know, not coming home and um, you're not seeing them and maybe you can't call them right away. But what you can do is text them and have an emoji code. So this is like something that you guys decide as like your white flag emoji for when it kind of signals to the other person like, 
I want to bid you. Bid as in I want to connect with you. I'm throwing something out there, being vulnerable and saying like, all right, I'm done. I'm done arguing. I just would like us to come back and connect. And you can make it funny. You can make it whatever it is. Just make it your guys's. Like make it something that you both um, recognize. (laughs) I think it can sometimes just bring a little bit of like, it brings that ease, that humor into it, kind of softens things. Um, So something to, to use there when there has been like a little disruption or some conflict. And again, that isn't too you know, sweep everything under the rug and not talk about it later, but it just lets your partner know like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready when you're ready. Okay. And point number four is short and sweet. It's just finding something to listen to or watch together while you're apart. So, um, my husband and I actually did this or tried to do this a few times. Sometimes like technology isn't like our friend, um, and trying to like stream things at the same time, but we would try to, cause it's something that we did often at home was like watch a series together or a movie. So we would try to find a time that fit both of our schedules and stream something together on FaceTime. Or you can also think about finding something that you both like to listen to or read. So if you guys like, um, podcasts, I know that could be a great way to connect to of, um, sending each other um, different podcasts that you both enjoy. I think that that's a level of what we would call intellectual intimacy, right? Is when you're learning something new together and then like maybe you guys talk about it later. It gives you some things to talk about because I think sometimes that can be the struggle is we think, well, I don't really have anything to talk about with my partner because my day is the same. Like, it's so mundane or the routine is the same even when they're gone you know what am I possibly gonna find to talk about with them for the next three weeks when my day looks the same and that's not true there's always again opportunity to create something new together to talk about to learn it just takes some intention and some effort and also not discounting the power of sharing even your very if you if you're the partner that's home and the routine hasn't changed like sharing that because it still allows for you to share a little bit of your day and your world with your partner. And they need that just as much as you need it from them. So again, I hope that this episode was helpful and that these points that you um, try one of them if, if you're in the season of building together apart. And just a reminder again, that distance does not have to equate to disconnection cheering for you as you continue to build together. And I hope that you have a great week. And as always, appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.